0: Hello, I am Teresa, a lover of all things birth, and this is a space to come together and hear the most beautiful love stories surrounding birth. A birth story is as healing to tell as it is encouraging to hear. Come along with me to hear empowering birth journeys full of strength, vulnerability, love, and maybe a little meconium. This is Birth Addict. Welcome back and happy April. I'm so excited. It's starting to look like spring outside and I have something special for you guys in April. On the first and third Wednesday in April, you'll get a bonus episode where I interviewed some birth professionals and asked them all of your questions that you guys submitted on the Birth Addicts Instagram. And before we get into our stories today, and I have three awesome birth stories for you today, I just want to say thank you to those of you leaving reviews for Birth Addict wherever you are listening to podcasts. Thank you so much. Let's get into it. Hi Erin, thank you so much for coming on Birth Addict today to tell your three birth stories. Why don't you go ahead and start by introducing yourself and your family?
1: All right, hi, I'm Erin, I'm 32, I'm from Pennsylvania. I have three kids, four years old, two years old, and six months old, and I stay at home with them during the day. Then in the evenings when my husband's home, I teach online.
0: Let's get into finding out you're pregnant for the first time or planning a pregnancy. So my
1: first, I found out I was pregnant in January 2017. Um, We were planning it, so I was excited to find out.
0: And how was that first trimester for you?
1: Uh, That pregnancy was the worst out of all three. I was sick the entire time. I... To get dehydrated and have to the hospital, so it was very rough.
0: <laughs> oh no, oh man. Yeah. Did you know then right away where you wanted to receive your care?
1: So, one thing that when I look back on that pregnancy is uh, where I gave birth for all three, it was at a women's hospital for birthing and anything that you know for women. And they never told me that if I needed to go to the hospital during pregnancy, I could go there. So the first time that I got very dehydrated with my first pregnancy, I went to just our local hospital ER, and they don't know about birthing. So they didn't have a sonogram machine. They didn't, you know, it wasn't an OB I was seeing.
0: So that's one thing that
1: I wish I knew from the start.
0: Interesting. Did you find out the gender of your baby during your pregnancy? We did. We did. Uh, I did the blood work at 12 weeks, and then they confirmed it with a sonogram, too. So we knew it was a girl for the first one. Oh, cool. Did you have any feelings about it? Did you think it was a girl ahead of time or anything?
1: Uh, because I was so nauseous the
0: entire time I had a feeling it was a girl. Well, that's exciting. How was your second trimester? I
1: was nauseous the entire time,
0: tired. Um,
1: I was having some heart palpitations with her, so it was kind of rough all three trimesters with her.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. So then, did you have any thoughts about your birth and what you wanted for your birth?
1: I went in with pretty much no expectations, just seeing what would happen. She came almost a month early. Um, Yeah. I woke up the one day and was having contractions. They weren't very regular. And then that night, I went to take a bath, and when I went to get out, my water broke. I was only 36 weeks. So I went in, and I was barely dilated, but since my water broke, they had to go on with the process.
0: Yeah. Wow. So you're 36 weeks, and your water broke, and so you went right in right away?
1: Yeah. Yeah. They had me come in, and... They started Pitocin, and I wanted to start with the IV medication when my contractions got too bad because I don't like needles. (laughs) And so then eventually, it just got so bad the contractions that I went on the epidural, and my epidural wasn't taking very well to me. My blood pressure dropped very low, and her heart rate got extremely high. I really don't remember labor too much with her because of all that. Mm -hmm. And so in the morning, this was in the evening when I went in, and in the morning when I um, was kind of coming with it from epidural because they had to turn it off, Mm. the doctor said, you're not progressing you won't be able to have any medicine. And that's when my husband and I talked and decided to go with um, a C-section because by now it was 14 hours.
0: Wow. Had you dilated at all during that time
1: i wasn't going past four.
0: oh wow all right so you guys made the decision to have a c-section what was that experience like
1: it was scary because i wasn't preparing for that and i've never experienced that before i my mom was there with us in the room and she had a c-section for my brother and she kind of talked me through it like it would be okay and so it was
0: <laughs> yeah All right. Do you want to talk at all about what it was like during the C-section, what you felt like emotionally or physically and what it was like meeting your baby?
1: I was so tired by the time that I went into the C-section, the OR, but, and I was still kind of out of it just from my blood pressure being so low. I was on oxygen and medicine. And so I just kind of lay there and they did the surgery and it was very quick in and out and i remember not they showed me her in the or but i didn't really get to meet her and connect with her until i was in that recovery room Mm. and even then i was
0: just so exhausted oh man do you know how much time it was from the time she was born till you got to hold her and bond with her a little bit probably an hour okay All right. And so you were super exhausted. Were you able to get any rest?
1: Yeah, she was born at 1130 in the morning. So Okay. All
0: right. Some rest during the day then a little bit. Uh, How are you feeling recovery-wise physically and emotionally from the C-section?
1: I remember being in a lot of pain that day and um, having to get some medicine for that. Yeah, it was just painful and they want you up and moving and I mean, you know, the first time you're a baby, you just don't know what to expect at all. So it's yeah. a lot. You're tired and going through it all.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Do you remember how much she weighed? I'm curious yeah, since she was so early. She,
1: she was six pounds and
0: five ounces. <laughs> oh, so cute. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all- but she didn't need you, so that was good.
0: That's fantastic. So she was doing really well right away.
1: Yeah, we did our normal stay and got to go home, and it's been good since.
0: (laughs) Wow, that is awesome. Very cool. Did you uh, breastfeed, and if so, how did that go?
1: Yeah, so she latched right away in the recovery room, and she did pretty good with breastfeeding. We had to supplement a little because her sugars were low Mm -hmm. in the hospital, but then they improved. Um, I, unfortunately, wasn't able to make a lot of milk with her so she was getting about 50% breast milk and then supplementing with formula mm-hmm. and then eventually by I want to say six months she was just all on formula because I just could not produce milk.
0: Interesting. All right then how were the first few weeks when you got home recovering from a c-section like what was that like and dealing with having a newborn for the first time?
1: Well, they tell you not to take stairs with a C-section, And we have a tri-level, so luckily our
0: very bottom
1: level, like our living room down in the bottom, had a bathroom. And I just stayed there for the week. I mean, it wasn't very comfortable, though. You know, you have this new baby. I'm staying on the couch, recovering from a major surgery. Yeah. So the first couple of weeks were definitely the hardest. But,
0: you know, power through. I love it. Awesome. Well, then we can get into... Finding out you're pregnant for the second time then. Right. So my second one,
1: Oliver, he, I found out I was pregnant with him about a week after my 30th birthday. (laughs) I was having heartburn and just not feeling good. And I remember thinking, wow, is this, what turning 30 is like? (laughs) I actually just, um, I had got diagnosed with Graves disease nine months after having Mila. And they think that was from pregnancy, and that's my thyroid. And so my uh, menstrual cycle is very off from that. So it was a surprise to have Oliver <laughs> find out. Like I said, I thought I was just, you know, turning 30 getting old,
0: but now I was pregnant with him. It's a little surprise, baby. And mm-hmm. did you want to go back to that same practice with this pregnancy?
1: Yeah, I went back to them, and they were really good. Um, we had a scarce uh, sonogram at 12 weeks with him. He had a lot of fluid. So they sat us down and they said, you know, he could have Down syndrome, he could have a heart issue, he could have both. And at that time, I went to the playroom by myself and it was so, you know, emotional. You're sitting there by yourself not expecting this and the mm. doctor comes in and he's giving you all these options. Mm. And but, so we had to go through testing and I, everything
0: came out, luckily, he's healthy. <laughs> wow, yeah. that's crazy. That sounds like a roller coaster of emo- emotions there. <laughs> did you find out it was a boy then at that time too with all those tests and stuff? Yeah,
1: we did. We did the blood work again and they confirmed it with a sonogram.
0: Oh, were you excited to have a boy? Yeah,
1: I kind of felt like it
0: was going to be a boy for the second one. Interesting. And was your pregnancy so far a little bit better than your first?
1: Yeah, I was nauseous, but not like the first. It pretty much ended after my first trimester.
0: Oh, nice. Then how was the rest of the second and third trimester? Pretty
1: good. Easy going.
0: Nice. Even with uh, like a toddler too? She was two. Mm-hmm. One and a half, two. It's always she interesting with the second pregnancy than having like a toddler and trying to be pregnant and grow a human. Right. <laughs> yeah, I can't
1: just lay down whenever.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, then since you had this birth experience, did you what did you want to plan for your second birth?
1: Um, I knew I wanted a C-section just because I was afraid, I
0: guess, of. Um, was the epidural not going
1: to work again was I not going to dilate again Mm -hmm. so I had scheduled my c-section he was supposed to be due on his due date was New Year's Eve Mm -hmm. and so we scheduled his c-section for the day after Christmas of that year but he came
0: at 38 weeks oh labor yeah did your water break again or how did you go into labor
1: it didn't. I fell off that day and then I went to go to bed at night and the contractions started and they started coming every three minutes exactly. So we called and they said, come on in. And we got there and they're actually going to send me home <laughs> because, yeah, they said your water didn't break and you're not 39 weeks yet but oh, wow. then my water had broke while I was there oh um, yeah that was at like 1 in the morning and then he was born by four forty
0: five. that's <laughs> amazing they're like you have to go home and you're like wait a minute my water just <laughs> yeah, broke like, so I'm, I'm not going to
1: contractions every three minutes I don't think that <laughs> yeah that's
0: crazy all right well then so you were ready for that c-section and probably prepared a little bit more this time for it mm-hmm. so what was the recovery like this time
1: it was a lot easier. I knew to get up right away and get moving mm-hmm. um, as soon as they got the catheter out and I could. And even coming home, I remember coming home and... This time, I didn't stay in our bottom level. I was taking steps. I was cleaning. It just was a lot easier.
0: Mm, That's great. Mm -hmm. And so when you were in the C-section, when your son was born, were you able to kind of cuddle with him a little bit when he was born?
1: I wasn't. He had his first stool inside, so... And his lungs, they wanted to check. They said they weren't very clear. So he actually had to go to NICU for um, six
0: hours. Okay, wow. So were you able to go see him in the NICU when you got out of your C-section? Yeah, so they
1: took me to the recovery room after my C-section. And that was just weird because, you know, you just have a baby and you're in this recovery room by yourself. I mean, my husband was there, but, like, you don't have a baby to start taking care of. yeah. And so, my nurse was wonderful. She, um, her shift was actually done, but she wanted to make sure I met my baby, and so she took me to make you to bond with him for a while, and then I went to my, um, postpartum room. Oh, well, that's... Luckily, like he was only there six hours, so nothing too serious, but...
0: Yeah, so he ended <laughs> yeah. up being okay then. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, good. And did you want to try breastfeeding with him, or did you go to formula? Yes,
1: yeah, so we did the whole um, breastfeeding. I was able to produce a little bit more milk, but with him, by five months, he just... Like, did
0: not
1: want to latch anymore. Mm. And I had a supplement, too. So then we just switched to formula, and I wasn't going to pressure that on him or me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's wonderful. Any other differences you want to talk about recovery-wise, or was it pretty smooth?
1: No, one thing that was different between, um, you know, when I went in with and my daughter, and you're going in for a natural or, or um, vaginal birth compared to a planned C-section is when they take in the OR, you're just fully with it, and they do, you know, you don't get the epidural, you get a spinal, and so Mm -hmm. you're sitting there, and they don't bring your husband in or your significant other until you're cut open. So you're in there by yourself with just nurses, the anesthesiologist, and they're the ones that are there, like, your support, basically, until you're cut open. So that's a little scary at first, but... Yeah, so that's the only difference, I
0: would say. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is interesting. All right. Well, then we can go ahead and get into finding out you're pregnant for the third time. All right. So my
1: third one, we found out um, the day after Christmas, 2020. Okay. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Our son had just turned one years old. <laughs> so we had a three-year-old, a one-year-old, and then we just found out that we were expecting Callum. So we did not find out his gender because we had a boy and a girl. We wanted it to be a surprise.
0: Yes, I love it. (laughs) Cool. Well, then what was the first trimester like for you this time?
1: It was a lot like my middle child. So a little bit of nausea, but nothing too extreme.
0: Did you have a feeling if it was a boy or a girl this time? I went back
1: and forth. There were some times that I thought it was like my first but then there was a lot that it was, like, my second. So
0: it was kind of a mixture. How was the second and third trimester then?
1: Pretty good. Um, I was having a little bit of a heart-healthy like I did with my first pregnancy. So once again, they had me do a heart monitor for 48 hours. Um, so that's why I was kind of thinking maybe it was more so, like, mm-hmm. my first pregnancy. But
0: I guess it was just low iron.
1: Hmm. But
0: other than that, C was failing. Nice. Okay. And then were you planning another C-section? I was.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. all we also came about 38 weeks. So did you go into labor this time then too? No,
1: I didn't. It was, I remember it was a Tuesday, and I was having, um, there was decreased fetal movement. Ugh. And... I mean, I could feel him, but he wasn't as active. And, you know, you kind of know your baby pattern at that Mm -hmm. time. And so I was trying the water, laying on my side, and I just said to my husband, like, I would rather just go in and be checked to be safe. Mm -hmm. So we went in, and they did a sonogram, and the OB came in, and he said, um, the radiologist that was checking your sauna was being extremely like, careful and checking it, He said that our baby had, um, high drops, it looked like, which is, like, a skin swelling. Huh. And I wasn't sure what that meant. And so he said we're going to – and we went in in the evening, like, around dinner time. And so he said we're going to keep you overnight for monitoring, and then in the morning we're going to do another sonogram. And if baby still looks swelled, we will um, – do a C-section, or if not, we'll send you home, and I'm like, okay, so then he came back, and he's like, well, I talked to, um, which I was thankful he was on top of it, he called several OBs around, like, my city, like, he called bigger cities and talked to OBs, and they said, why are you going to put her through that, just do the C-section, like, she's almost 39 weeks, it's a repeat C-section, so that night, we did
0: the C section. Oh wow! All right. Well, interesting. How was that C section then? Good.
1: Yeah, I think by then, now the third time, I knew what
0: to expect. So pretty straightforward. And yeah. then mm-hmm. did was the baby okay? Did baby? Oh, and how was yeah. finding out if it was a boy or a girl? I want to hear about that.
1: <laughs> well, it's kind of playing our nurse kind of cool. Us. Oh no! I know we go nine months, and <laughs> she told us ah. Uh, she was prepping me for this C-section, and she goes, now are you going to get beauty boy circumcised? And we had just had the talk about that we were finding out. Not finding out. Oh, no. Whatever. I guess it happens. but, uh, yeah.
0: Oh, no. Did <laughs> she realize yourself. what she did?
1: I don't think so. My uh, husband and I just kind of looked at each
0: other. We didn't say anything to
1: her. Oh, but, man. We so we, like, just go so on. And, you know, the doctor still announced it in the OR and everything. So, yeah. so exciting.
0: Yeah, got that confirmation, at least when he was born. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so then, was he okay? Did he have to go to the NICU with the yeah, no, sweat? Like, was, was yeah, he swollen he was
1: or what? When we look back at pictures, we can kind of tell his face just looked like very squished and kind of swollen but i mean he looked great like passed all the time he was our biggest baby out of the three almost nine pounds yeah they brought him over to show me and then we went to the recovery room and he latched right away he latched for an hour it was wonderful
0: wow that's fantastic Mm -hmm. nice so how was the hospital stay this time around were your kids able to come in
1: no, so okay. this time around, um, at that time, it was in August, so they were only allowed, they were allowed two visitors. Okay. Um, so it was my husband, and then they let my mom come, so when my mom would come, my husband would go home to check on the other two. That's kind of nice not being able just to have visitors show yeah. up, and, like, it was just a lot nicer, actually.
0: How was the recovery like physically and emotionally this time?
1: It was all right. It was a little bit more painful coming home even. Um, I still got up and got moving and everything. But yeah, it wasn't the easiest compared to my second one. Hmm.
0: Interesting. Mm -hmm. All right. And then what were those first few weeks like with the two kids, three kids now, with a newborn? How was that?
1: I think it was the easiest transition. My husband, though, well, he has been home still from work full-time since March 2020. So <laughs> I think that has been a great help because he's, he's home every day, all day still. So even though he's working, he's able to, like, pop up if needed. So I think that just helped the transition go super smooth. Yeah, yeah
0: that's really nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, then, do you have any advice you would give someone maybe planning a C-section?
1: Um, I mean, I think it helps to look in just to see what to expect, but just, you know, go with it. It's done so often, won't be too nervous. They're there to help answer
0: questions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Erin, for coming on and sharing those three beautiful birth stories. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much, Erin, for coming on and sharing your stories. I loved hearing them. And remember, the first bonus episode will be released this Wednesday, April 6th. It's an interview with my amazing midwife, and I asked her all of your questions. So make sure to come back and listen to that. See you next time.